Your pen, you ready? It describes what was pens. It was iron. It was firm. It was mineral. Hey, I think we got one. This is Holmes. And this is Thomas. And welcome to Sitting on the Bench. We back! Hey, 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 it's been a while. Here we are. Guess who's back? You're back, back again! again. Yep, um, so sorry about the whole, uh, haven't done this in a year and a half. Since last year, wow. <laughs> Classic <laughs> joke, never gets old. Goddamn joke. For all two of our listeners, we apologize. <laughs> Australia, we're sorry. Things got busy with Christmas break and life, and a lot of our fans were riding out in the streets, you know, really upset with our lack of consistency on this. So we're getting back in. We're getting back yeah, on. I'm feeling a little festive right now. What? What? <laughs> um, I just think, you know, New Year, everyone always does this. Let's just, if I may, let's go around and just say one thing. New Year, it's like the 20th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's just say one thing that, you know, we liked for 2019 and one thing we're looking forward to in 2020. Could, is that apropay? I mean, I don't know, I guess. Off the top of my head, it's hard to think. All right, never mind. I'm a terrible no, guy. No, I hate myself. It's fine. No big deal. I wasn't prepared for it. So. You're, not You're better that. than me. Yeah, I understand. Well, now that we've got that out of the way. Thomas. <laughs> so we're going to start off, yeah. It's great. We have, we have our boy Landon. He's pretty much... He's a staple now, pretty He's a much. a staple now. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Shout out to Landon Nation over there. We know as it is Thomas and Adam, but Landon's, Landon's worked his way in. So, <laughs> so let's, let's give just a little bit of backstory on today's uh, podcast episode. I uh, am in a political science class, and as part of the class, I had to take a political compass quiz, basically to see what political ideology I fall closest to. So this will put you on a scale that goes from left to right economically and up and down with up being more authoritarian and down being more libertarian. So those are the two sides of the scale, the two axes, if you will. Economic and I guess it's social issues. Mm -hmm. So we all were looking at the quiz and we thought there were some pretty interesting questions that came up. So these are, we've chosen a few that we're going to discuss today. We have differing answers and these are relatively um controversial so thomas has a little disclaimer <laughs> yeah i just you know insert disclaimer here fyi like <laughs> we love you all you know of course everyone we want everyone to get along but people well. are people and everyone has different <laughs> opinions and things so if our opinions differ from yours or you don't like something we say we saw we're sorry we don't need to you know offend you or you know think less of you or anything so we're just is just to have a nice, safe, open environment to discuss uh, potential political views. And if you're future employers, <laughs> don't read into any of this. Like, we're just stupid people. So. It might be our opinion. It might be a joke. You can't know. So you please know. don't. Don't hold it against us. Don't judge us based on this. Unless you really like it, in which case. If yeah. you like it, great. If you don't, we're sorry. Yeah, so this, this episode might vary from our previous, maybe more lighthearted, fun, conspiracy jabber, jabber wabber, but. Wabber jabber. Yeah. We're here to discuss some jibber jabber, some <laughs> events, some um, topics politically charged and controversial in some cases. So perfect. Shall we? Shall we start? Mm-hmm. We're gonna jump into the some of the questions that were on Landon's. So I think we're gonna, we're gonna start mm-hmm. more towards the top, and then we'll work our way down to the more bottom ones. ones. 
<laughs> the ball. <laughs> so yeah, we kind of a scale of intensity. So, so first off, um, here's the statement. So how it works is there's a statement, and then you say if you strongly disagree, disagree, agree, or strongly agree. So the four options. Mm-hmm. And so what we're gonna do is we're just kind of discuss it, and then at the end we're all gonna go around and say our final opinion about. Can we choose a neutral option? Sure. I kind of wish that there was one during the test. Yeah, let's There's do that. There's some that I don't know a lot about, and you yeah. Know. If you, yeah, let's do that. We'll neutral. Throw a neutral option. Okay, so the first one is, <clears throat> I'd always support my country whether it was right or wrong. So this is obviously a very nationalistic statement. I would support my country whether or not they were doing the right things or the wrong things. Okay. Do we want to have a different person start with each question? Sure. Go for it, Landon. All right, <laughs> start I'll start this one. <clears throat> always support my country right or wrong. I would disagree with this i think i would like to think that i would always support what i felt was right whether it was coming from my country or not that being said i wouldn't necessarily hate my country if i felt it was doing something wrong i would just try to fix it so i don't think i'm going to jump ship and say i'm not american i'm not patriotic i think part of patriotism is trying to push your country in the best direction so if they're doing something wrong then i want to do my part as a citizen to Send us back where we need to be. That was a good answer, Landon. Very, yeah. Very eloquent. Solid. Spoken. Solid. What is he, a political scientist over here? Yeah, he's, he's the guy. Almost. <laughs> Snapshot. Not a sponsor. I'm assuming. Uh, is that a movie? What no, I don't know. I just... Oh, just being an idiot? Just being yeah, an idiot. So. We were snapping. He said Snapshot. Yeah, okay. I get, I get where it's coming from. It's a dumb from. joke. It's a bad joke. <laughs> so it's what we're talking about. Dumb. Well, I, I, I think I have to... Landon's, well, he, that was well, well said, because I think in a certain way you look at any country, it's not perfect, any system is not perfect, especially the U.S., it's easy to always point you know, fingers and say, oh, our country's going down the hole, it's bad, and I mean, to some extent, I don't always think we always make the right choices, but am I supportive? Yes. Am I, do I want the best for America? Yes. And so it's that, it's that neutral ground of being... You want what's right, but you understand of calling things out that are wrong and think, oh, I did definitely did not agree with that decision that was made. Um, and so, I don't know. I think I'd have to, I'd have to lean towards maybe, what's the disagree? Disagree. Do you disagree? Slightly disagree. Yeah. Disagree that we're always right. Basically. Disagree that we're always always right. Yeah. Or that you that, would support the country yeah. right or wrong. I would support. So I would not if if we were doing something very wrong. I don't think I would support the country. Hmm. You know, so uh, I'm just curious what the definition of support is here. <laughs> um, well, just because I feel like it could have, depending on the meaning. Because in my mind, like, for example, I'm really stupid, and my parents don't necessarily agree with things I do, but they still support me, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, uh, they might not support, like, what career path I choose to go down. Like, they don't, sorry, I'm going to rephrase that. They may not like what career path I choose to go down, but they'll still support me in that decision. And so I think that, like, that could be one way of looking at it, is, like, you don't agree with them, but you still love them, and so you're willing to work with them, which I think kind of relates to what Landon was saying. So honestly, I was just say at the start of this, I was like, oh, heck no, I'm not going to support my country if they're wrong. But looking back on it, I'm thinking, well, maybe I won't approve of what they did, but I still love my country, and I still want what's best for them, like how a parent wants what's best for their kid. And so in that sense, I think you should support in the sense of, you know, uh, like guide them along, kind of what Landon was saying again. I don't know. I guess the question really comes into at what point do you stop 
throwing your support? That's a good question. And, you know, I hope we never find out. That's true, yeah. Because when, when is it the time when we're like, okay, I've, I I can't stand for this? I, I mean, there's already been things I, in LSUS history, of course. I mean, that's what we're all most familiar with here. Sorry, Australia. Sorry, <laughs> Ireland. Do you know what Ireland people know? Really? Yeah. Really? Oh, hello. Irish. <laughs> Irish. Irish. I'm the captain now. <laughs> I'm so Irish. sorry. Is that what they say, Irish? No, he's not Irish. No, he, they, he, they he call does, him he Irish. He does say Irish, yes. Yeah, the guy okay. calls him he's Irish. Not, like, there's no... Okay. Yeah, Landon. Sorry. <laughs> so sorry to all you beautiful people. <laughs> Thomas as well. And the Irish. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Okay, sorry. sorry um, yeah. Anyway, so what I was saying is... <clears throat> That's yeah. So there are, are events in the U.S. history where people don't support. Like for example, the recent drone shooting of Soleimani. How do you say his name? Soleimani. The Iranian general that the president ordered a, a drone strike against. And some people don't support that, and so arguably they could not support the country. In that decision. Okay. Well, there's also, I think, another aspect of this question that we have to uh, look at is. What what constitutes right and wrong? Mm. You know, like there's a lot of people that will say things about America and American policies. They say that's wrong. How could you support that? And in my mind, a lot of times it's not necessarily wrong. So, I think this question, in my mind, pertains specifically to when if the country were to do something against my own moral code, and not if everybody was telling me then it was you wrong. guys are doing something wrong. I respect that. That's fair. Looking at morally rather than. <clears throat> All right, well, shall we go around and say our <clears throat> our statement of agree, disagree, yeah, sure. control? Read, read the question again. Okay, so this, here's the statement. I'd always support my country whether it was right or wrong. Landon, agree, disagree, neutral? I, I said disagree in the beginning. Um, in light of Thomas's definition of support, I will switch it to agree. Keeping my exact same reasoning <laughs> as before. Always successful. Appreciate that, Landon. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to sit neutral on this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go there. Um, ah, the coward's route. The coward's route. <laughs> I'm gonna be cowards for this for this question here. All so. right, all right. Um, yeah, I I was disagree at the beginning, but now I think I'm agree. So, all right. So that kind of is a good segue into our second second one. That one. Okay. Yeah. Um, because this actually relates to Solomon and stuff. Yeah, let's just let's go. So back. here's a statement: <clears throat> military action that defies international law is sometimes justified. So just I, I, rewording I, that a little I, bit. I think we need to yeah, discuss and get the question. <clears throat> yeah. Clear so basically, what it's define. saying is that there can be times when the military can break international law in order to do something. Is what it's saying. Or that a country can use the military to do something, even if it's in violation of international, yeah. international law. So does that make sense? And, and, and what was the end? It's saying that it's a good thing, or what is... Justified. It's justified, okay. Yeah. Justified. So do you want to take the lead on this one, Holm? I would say, I'm not the most well-researched on this, but, and it's the simplest term, I think I would agree. I would agree that some actions are justified in the defense of lives, country liberty and sometimes you just need to i don't know we've, we've arbitrarily made laws as humans and the when the right thing needs to be done you need to go against that sometimes well, here's, the thing, that's, here's the thing that's hard is right or justified can mean different things to different countries and cultures 
And so America, okay. exactly, because in America is like the police dog that will just hunt you down whether or not you want to be found, right? And so looks from all, so say if you look from other countries, their justification seems very... Yeah, so America will break all these laws and go into your sovereign territory and kill someone and say, oh, hey, you know, this was justified. Which, I don't know, you can probably tell from the tone of voice, I'm not too <laughs> happy for this one. Fair point. I just think that there, there are those international borders and laws that are made so that stuff like this didn't happen. And if you want something like that to happen, then you work with a country on a diplomatic level to work through it and then figure out. You could always, you know, um, oh, what do they call it when the, you like, like capture someone and you, you bring them to a different country for an expedition. Expe- expedition. Expedite. Expedite. No. no, that's a different no. word. Oh, man, it's going to kill me. Define it. Look it up. But you know what I'm talking about? Like, when somebody captures a criminal in one yeah, country... we have a non-something agreement. Oh, uh, my gosh. I think what you're talking about. It's in Batman, The Dark Knight. Jurisdiction, but it's... No, it's the, the, it's the Chinese blow. guy goes back. <laughs> I can't. I can't do that. Extradite. Extradite. Extradite? Extradite? Yes, extradition. Extradition. I just looked up El Chapo to figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so that's what I'm thinking. Like, you can do... There are other ways to do it other than just throwing your military in to get your okay, way. Okay, but extradition is for criminals that both countries acknowledge they're criminals. In the case of this drone strike that we're talking about, he was a terrorist acknowledged by the U.S., by top government officials from both sides of the aisle as a terrorist, as somebody who caused thousands of American deaths and deaths of our allies. And his country saw him as a war hero, a leader. So we're obviously not... Well, here's what I say to that, then. If one country agrees and the other disagrees, go with, like, the UN, go with, like, NATO, and have, like, them be the third party that goes in as the military action. Because technically they would have more jurisdictional rights there's, than you would. There's just so much time and so many other countries involved. Because you know they would involve Iran as well, which would screw up the entire operation of trying to... It wasn't an assassination, it was a... Um, it was an assassination. It was, it was literally a casualty assass- in the... It was literally It was a war casualty. It wasn't like we assassinated a leader in a foreign country in peacetime. He was a casualty of war. Yes, but are we at war with Iran or are we at war with factions in Iran? Uh, at this point, so the, the factions the are basically leaders, the one so. and the same. It was the government in general. I don't know. So I, I was going to look something up, but I can't remember now, and I'm upset. Well, so but I think in that, in essence, what Lane is saying, if it's if it's a criminal, no matter what the other country sees it as, it should be justified in essence. But obviously, it's that's a hard line to draw because then the you know giving giving that power to to the country, they can justify a lot of things. Yeah, well, inter- to, international law is tricky because there's really no governing body that has federal or unitary power over the others. It's just a confederation. So the power of international governing bodies is drawn from the individual states, which means that we as the United States, although we can agree to um, certain standards with other countries that we all keep, we hold the right to do what's best for our own interests if the international body isn't willing to... um, I don't want to say comply, but if they're pushing us in a direction that won't be good for our country. So I think in this case, we saw an enemy of the state who had killed Americans before, who was in a position to kill more Americans, and there's no time to go through international bodies and bureaucracies 
we had to do what was best for American safety. And I did that, and I love America, and I love our soldiers. Um, but I just think that the one of the main purposes of international law is to keep people accountable and keep things so that everyone's on the same page. All right. So should we just go around and say our final vote? Yeah, read it again. All right, so here's the statement. <clears throat> <laughs> How's the cookie? Okay, military action that defies international law is sometimes justified. Agree. Dis- disagree for me. Strongly agree. All right, there we have it, folks. All right, you want to put the next one, Landon? Um. Yeah, this one is fun. We had quite the argument about this earlier today. <laughs> no, which one? Is- the next one on the list. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so it's a media topic. All right, Tommy, do you want to? Yeah, let's see if I can find it here. We need Let us know words. verbatim yeah, what it is. The, exact words, okay? I'm going to need to whip out the old Google machine for this one. In the meantime, definitions. I'll be entertained by my voice saying useless whatevers. Holmes, that's a little joke, why don't you? I'm not a very good joke teller, to be honest. Not under pressure. I am the joke. <laughs> People laugh at me, with me, about me. All sorts of things. Um, Damian Lillard just dropped 61 points. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty dope. And good for Dame. If you look at the highlights, January 20th yesterday against the Warriors, and the Warriors are not that good. But he had clutch three. That was pretty dope. So you should go check that out. Granted, it wasn't overtime, but 61 still a lot. It wasn't for the love, what are you doing? Have you found it yet? I, well, I thought it was Thomas. On, I thought it was a different page. And I we are on live on I'm air. I'm trying. It's on. It's on it's page, page two. I didn't find it on page two. Or one. Oh, no, well, it's not fans one. Fans are gonna kill us. Mm-hmm. I, was like, I thought it was I'm... two. I could have sworn. Well, this is so awkward. Yeah. Okay. Should we edit this out? <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. I found it. I found it. Oh my. Was it on page two? It was on page three. There's no okay, curtains toast. Sorry. To There's no toasting. There's nothing. All right. No Ryan here Market snippet. Here is the, the statement. Awooga! Awooga! Alright. Idiot. Go. <laughs> there are no savage and civilized peoples. There are only different cultures. So, breaking that down, what this is saying... It's a little loaded, it's a little loaded. This is a loaded question. They're saying there's no such thing as civilized versus uncivilized. It's just different types of cultures and different peoples. Okay, can we look at it from a civilized, uncivilized, instead of a savage, civilized? Well, the statement says savage, so we're going to look at it from savage. Those don't seem like necessarily exact antonyms to me. I think civilized and uncivilized, and then we can make a separate argument for are there savage cultures. Savage seems pretty extreme. All right, so here's my statement, because I feel very strongly about this one. Um, In agreement, actually. I do think that there's different cultures and not civilized versus uncivilized. Because you look at it from any point of view, you look at any country from your own country's perspective, and of course they're going to be different, and as a result, you're going to look at them like you're better than them, right? Perfect example, uh, Native Americans. When we first came to, when the, you know, pilgrims and whatnot first came to America, they thought they were beasts, you know, because they were different, they had different technologies. Savages, they savages, were, baby. Yes. <laughs> Basically, yeah, exactly. Pocahontas. Um, <laughs> perfect example. Thank you, Holmes. Um, and same thing with, like, South America, when the Europeans discovered South America, they exploited them for their resources, you know, they, like, gave them numerous diseases and whatnot, 
And so I think that there is no such thing as a savage or uncivilized culture. It's just a difference in our culture and our understanding of what culture is. Um, my great example of this is ISIS. Is you look from a modern perspective, ISIS is savage, what South America was to the Europeans like 500 years ago. Um, you look at ISIS right now and the average American would say, yes, they're uncivilized. Yes, they're terrible people. And I'm not saying I agree with what they do, but I think I wouldn't classify them as uncivilized. I would just say it's a different culture and I don't understand other people's cultures very well. And so as a result, I'm going to be not, you know, I'm going to have a natural bias towards it. Like when I, before I went on my mission, I thought Eastern Europeans were stupid. I thought they were scary. But now I realize that they're some of like, the nicest and smartest people I've ever met. And that was as a result of being forced to live in their culture. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. There's my two cents. Okay. Do you do want you, to take it or should I? Do you, have, do you have definitions of stuff or no? Yeah. In case you were curious, I looked up savage, civilized, and uncivilized <laughs> on Google. <laughs> you, you, you just you go, Brandon. This is just... Um, I don't know if these necessarily apply in this situation. Savage is fierce, violent, and uncontrolled. Civilized is an ad- at an advanced stage of social and cultural development. And uncivilized is not considered to be socially, culturally, or morally advanced. So by those definitions, and by the definitions that I generally take for these words, I would say that this is absolutely true. My question is, who came up with those definitions? What you would view Who as comes up with any definition? Google came up with that. Google's an American company. Ah, never mind. I'm okay, that is, that is not the route you want to take <laughs> against this. Trust me. <laughs> I think let's, let's look at civilized like this. Civilized is advanced morally, advanced socially, advanced economically, <clears throat> advanced technologically. And in that sense, there are certainly cultures and peoples that are less advanced. Um, Technologically, especially 200, 300 years ago, a thousand years ago, there were cultures that were just light years ahead technologically than other cultures. Um, socially, it's hard. What were the other ones that I said? Economically, socially. Oh, yeah, you said economically. Economically, uh, same thing as technologically. There are certain nations Hopefully. and peoples that are way advanced. And morally, I think, is the one where Thomas and I tend to disagree most. I think that. I do not believe in moral relativity. I'm a Define moral relativity. Moral relativity, to me, is the sense that your morals depend on your... What's morally right and wrong for you depends on your upbringing and your culture. Whereas I tend to think that there's an absolute right or wrong, and no matter what you've grown up with, um, the right and wrong doesn't change. So people who adhere more closely to this absolute right and wrong are more culturally advanced, they're more civilized. So there's my two cents. This is like 25 cents. That was long. All right, homes, give us a dollar. Round us up. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I just think, I'll be honest, I'm just not even a fan of this question. It's just a, I think a poorly worded question. But because I, I, I don't know, I feel like we all, I, well, I think, I don't know what you're trying to say here. Because I, I, I think I'm laying the standard. I, I agree with the the absolutes. There's an absolute moral compass that's no matter what is always right, but read the question again. There are no savage and civilized peoples. There are only different cultures. 
And so you're from the standpoint that... That there are no uncivilized or civilized cultures. It's only difference of culture. Difference of cultures. And I think that cultures... There's a difference in cultures, but that some are better in, than others, and that some are more civilized than others. Because I think it's just a difference of definition, then, of what... Because I, I, I think saying someone's not, who is not uncivilized isn't, you know, devalue them or make them worse. But I would find that offensive if somebody called me uncivilized and compared them as being civilized. I would find that offensive. Okay, but you went to ISIS as your first definition <laughs> well, of somebody you wanted to defend. You know what? Civilized. <laughs> That's all I'm saying is I just think that they're misunderstood. And I'm going to say this one more time. I do not agree with what ISIS is doing. I do not support ISIS in any way, shape, or form. I don't know. I think we understand what they're doing, and they understand what they're doing, and it's uncivilized and barbaric and wrong. But, see, that just all goes back to what you're – like, everyone has different definitions because of their culture of what is barbaric. Let's go back to the human sacrifice example, what we what? talked about with this. We all started this off. <laughs> okay. All right, well – We were talking about this earlier. It got heated. <laughs> Some people in this room think that human sacrifice is <laughs> uncivilized. I should not come up with that. I should not <laughs> that that really against you. That all I'm saying is for some cultures, human sacrifice was part of their religion. Okay? And I support freedom of religion. I'm not saying I support human sacrifice. But what I'm saying is that to them, that's not wrong. That's just how they practice their religion. More and so I don't know if I would call that uncivilized. I would just call that a difference of understanding of culture and behavior. So that's, yeah, that's what, like, the same with like, the moral, being moral, morally relative to them. But at a certain point, there's, there's things that are like life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. There's, we're protecting these things. That those life, are American just, values that Americans said are there. Those are world, those are. Who those said that? Who are, said that? God did. At the beginning of time, what our Who said life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness? Our moral consciousness. The way, our biology. Answer the question. Thomas Jefferson, the Declaration of Independence. Thank you. What was he, an American? He was not an American at that point. Well, okay. Well, he wrote, the freaking, he wrote the freaking Declaration of Independence. I think that classifies him enough as an American. Okay, just because... I'm sorry! Just because an American <laughs> is the one who verbalized the, that the natural law. And that we have a certain unalienable rights. I think everyone agrees in... With that, so I think human sacrifice and murder is morally repugnant, even if your society is smiles on it and says that's a okay. So I think if your society is willing to accept murder like that, then it is less civilized. Okay, here's a question for you, Holmes. Sorry, I'm not gonna, I'm not that's over not this yet. So you say life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness are fundamental uh, rights. Just rights. Rights. Just okay. Well, what about the quote where he got it from? Life, liberty, and property. Do you think property John is a Ma- fundamental right? I don't, I don't know. Probably, maybe. Property yeah, is not, there, I, I, I'm just, in, 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 the, in, the, in terms of human sacrifice, there's, there's value of life. And I say we can't I'm not saying, I'm not saying there's not the value of life. All I'm saying so is it over about, time and through cultures, different things are more important than others. In you, John advance, Locke's time, you advance, you become more civilized. That's John, what we're talking about. In John Locke, he said that property was more important and then Thomas Jefferson changed it to pursuit of happiness. Which I understand still to be, in a certain sense, the ability to own property. I think that property is an inalienable right. I see natural rights as rights that you are born with, that without intervention from somebody else in impeding those rights, you would naturally have them. You're naturally born with life, and you have it unless someone takes away. You're naturally born with the ability to do as your body can, uh, liberty, unless somebody takes it away. 
and you're naturally born with the ability to own your own talents and anything that you make by those talents, unless someone takes it away. And and so with this, with the civilized thing is, I think what Landon said is that a, a country or an establishment that is able to uphold these values better, more efficiently, whatever, is would be considered more civilized. And a religion that is sacrificing people would be uncivilized because they're not upholding these rights. Lennon stood up and he's going to be upset now. No, I'm, I'm pacing. I feel, I, think I, said, but, I feel frightened now. All right, um, let's just vote on this and then we'll move on to another one. So I'm going to read the statement one more time just so we can get, you know. Okay, here it I is. I still think it's a bad, poorly here, question. Here's the statement. There are no savage and civilized peoples. There are only different cultures. I agree with that statement. I disagree. I disagree. All right. Glad we got that over with. And Thomas, I really don't want you to feel like we're hanging up on you. I don't. We, I have, really... we have so much more in common than we do different. We just specifically <laughs> chose questions that we have had arguments on earlier today. That's true. We're... I know. We knew it'd be more interesting. It's more if, if we all agree on something, it's not. It's if We learn from each other, so that's good. Like the death penalty. We're in a Republican state, baby. Okay, are we going to do the... Yeah, do our yeah, next time. We, so Let's do... We're at... 28 minutes. 29 ish. Okay, I'm calm. I can sit back down. So we knew our boy, this guy, we did that one. <laughs> My boy, Marks. I don't Let's just pick, like, we probably have time for like two more. Duh. So let's do. I like the Karl Marx one. Uh, like that kind of goes with the health care one. Did we write that down? Uh uh. Okay. Duh. Like, I think this could be interesting. Dude, and let's do, and we could do the punishment one, I guess. Like the whole, with the oh, rehabilitation punishment. Alright, let's do that one, let's do that one. So this is a kind of a, we kind of combined two questions for this one. Yeah. So, basically, I'm just going to give the gist of it. The gist is that in the criminal justice system, oh, punishment, <laughs> punishment is less effective, is more important than rehabilitation. Yeah, so punishment is more, so in our criminal justice system, punishment is... More important, important than, than rehabilitation. rehabilitation, and rehabilitation is kind oh, of a waste, waste of, time. of time. And this is kind of asking, this isn't asking us to describe the current state of the U.S. criminal justice system so much as it is criminal asking us, in general. should punishment be more important than rehabilitation, yes or no? So, I think it's your turn to go first. My turn? I would say yes in certain cases that we... Because I, I, if, we, if we're, all we're doing is punishing, I mean, like, any good parent, any good teacher, any good learner, we need a chance to, to restart. And How did the teacher punish you? No, well, I'm just... Well, any, are any, you, like, like... You're, just try, you're trying to grow and learn. I mean, like, we, we make mistakes. Okay. Obviously, some are... And mistakes have to be corrected. Some make even worse mistakes than others. Okay, and break the law. And it so... It was recess. So my teacher punished me. <laughs> all was, the way up to... I don't remember child. Not really. <laughs> so... I think that sense rehabilitation is important, and if all we're doing is punishing, we're not really helping any of these people learn from their mistakes or to change and to, instead of take away from society, add to society and make it safer. But um, in some instances, there if people are like we talked, we kind of talked about earlier, if they're repeat offenders and doing horribly wrong things, which we all know because more relativism, rel- relativism, rel- relativism is yes. a thing. So we can all agree that some things are bad, but... <laughs> a little directed <laughs> towards little someone over here. Adam was leaning <laughs> over just, the I'm table just saying, at Thomas for that one. Yeah, does if everyone agree that certain punishments are bad, then... Does everyone know we don't actually sit on a bench? I hope you know that. <gasps> uh, tell him. It's a sham. <laughs> it's supposed to be episode 25. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. 
Anyway, so I'm just saying that, that and some people that I don't think it's worth to try to rehabilitate them because they just need to be punished and kept away because they've made their choice and they know they've made their choice and it's wrong, so. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Couple points. I agree. I think that, okay, obviously in a perfect society, rehabilitation is better and more effective than punishment. But as we all know, that that is impossible because some people rehabilitation is gonna, isn't going to do anything. They're just going to keep on doing what they're doing. So I think like, of course, first offender, first time offender, rehabilitation should be the key. Repeat offender punishment should be more focused towards that. But of course, it all depends on the severity of the law that was broken and, you know, the results. And there's a whole bunch of factors that you play into it. Um, cause like you look at Scandinavian countries and they focus more on rehabilitation and that does help, but it's just a much longer process, um, than punishment and stuff. And, and so I think that there are some cases in which rehabilitation would be better and some cases in which, uh, punishment would be better. I mean, you look at like serial killers, um, like obviously rehabilitation isn't really going to do anything for them cause they're just going to want to keep on killing people. Um, but also I think that, uh, moral relativism is not a thing. And that everyone disagrees to some extent. Quick example, Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, illegal to be gay. America, it's not. So that's just an example. Just laying that out there. I'm not directing that towards anyone. There you go. Okay. I'm not going to fight with you on the moral relativism point. Not that's podcast number 49. Not because I don't want to, but because I want to be able to keep a job some point in the future. Um... <laughs> I tend to agree, I think, with what both of you said, but I have a question for Thomas, just playing devil's advocate here. You mentioned something that I think is a good idea, uh, more rehabilitation for first-time offenders, more incarceration for repeat offenders, with the caveat that you know repeat offenders of small misdemeanors or insignificant crimes should also have a chance for rehabilitation. But do you think somebody who commits a really horrible crime on the first time but then feels really repentant, should have a chance for rehabilitation. Say, a breaking and entering that ends in a double homicide or something. It wasn't his intention. It wasn't premeditated murder. But once he had the chance, um, kill two people, destroy a family, go to prison, and then there's a possibility of him being out on parole in, I don't know, eight years. You know, I think case-by-case basis, I think the judge should make the call whether it should be more rehabilitation-based or more punishment-based. In my personal opinion, in a case like that, where um, it wasn't intentional, it wasn't planned, um, I think that it should be more rehabilitation-based. Because obviously, their own guilt is going to be more punishment for the rest of their lives than sitting in a prison cell. That's going to give them more torment than sitting with Steve in cell block D. So. Don't hate on Steve. Yeah, Steve's a good know. guy. I love people like Steve. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> had a, Steve had a rough childhood. Don't go hating on Steve. Does that answer your question? Yeah, I think it should I be more of a good. case-by-case basis. Oh, somebody's trying to come in. The, uh, <laughs> better not be Curtis. <laughs> I literally texted Okay, so... It is, it is our boy, Kurt. Thank you for answering my question, Thomas. I'll just give my opinion real quick. It mirrors a lot what you and Holmes said on this one. I think that to a certain extent, punishment is more important than rehabilitation in the sense that we say punishment is the fulfilling of the, uh, fulfilling of the law. Okay, like, let me give you an example. If there's a written down punishment for a crime, 
I don't think that in favor of rehabilitation, we should completely throw out a punishment. I think people should need to face consequences for their actions. Um, I think judges should have the ability to mitigate some of those punishments if they feel that rehabilitation is possible. So yeah, rehabilitation is important. I think it would work for some people, but in our quest for rehabilitation, I don't think we should cast the law and punishment to the wayside. Yeah. All right, so I don't, we kind of didn't leave this for an easy way to say agree, disagree, or neutral for this one. Bomb but I think we can all agree. <laughs> or, oh. oh, this one, yeah. Oh. I think we can all agree that it, there has to be some sort of combination of rehabilitation and punishment. I think that's the best. That's fair. No. Yeah. Combo wombo. Mm-hmm. All right, so I think we only have time to do one more, and I don't know if we should do this one because I think that'll take a long time. That'll take a long time. <laughs> Lana gets hot and riled up about that one. It's going to get heated. No. So we wait, wait. We can do a separate episode about it. We can do a separate episode. whole episode. Even more controversial than this one. (laughs) (laughs) We'll let the viewers guess what we're trying to talk about. (laughs) See if it pops up in an episode later on. So this one? Yeah. All right. That's Um, an interesting one. So let me see if I can find... Thomas, are you kidding me? I'm totally kidding. I'm sorry. (laughs) I love you, buddy. I love you, buddy. When did you start saying hee-hee like that? from him. I just... Yeah, it just happened. Bless you, Curtis. Bless you, Curtis. Bless you, Curtis. Curtis is going to be making some toast for us in the background like he always does. (laughs) Woo! Hey, uh, Kurt, do you want to say something? Say hi to all your fans? Kurt Nation? Hi, to my fans out there in Australia, g'day. <laughs> wow. G'day, Don't forget Ireland. <laughs> um, right, and okay. all your Hispanic fans and friends. <laughs> Alright, um, I can't find the exact... Tommy. I'm sorry! I'm just going to do this one a little bit different. Okay, so... Here's the statement. Um, Here, pass me your computer. I'll be looking for it while you, while you give us the gist. I'll all right. So question. it is okay for civil liberties to be put aside for the sake of national security. The first one. On the Are you kidding me? <laughs> the first one on the page we're on. All right, there we go. It's the first one. We got it. We got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't even have to scroll. Why is your liberties? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tommy. All right. Okay. Here's the statement. Our civil liberties are being excessively curbed in the name of counterterrorism. So, and another way to say that is our civil liberties, our rights as human beings, as Americans, are being put aside for the sake of national security. So I think since the since 9-11 and on, there's been a lot of, you know, we've looked at, redone a lot of our security and privacy has been infringed on greatly in some instances, but some of it feels necessary, some of it doesn't. So... We're going to tackle that, and me as of right now, I think, I think I would agree. I think, to a certain extent, some of our civil liberties are, are being infringed. We made Holmes go first on, like, the last four. <laughs> okay. um, I agree. I think it's important that the government protect us, but I also think that um, NSA and spying and, you know, buzzwords, it's all gone too far. For example, we have, what, like, four cell phones and a Google Home in this room. I have no doubt that the government could listen to us if they wanted. I think, I think our, <laughs> our internet searches, what we're saying, it's obvious that the phone is picking it up. That's how, they, that's how they advertise to us. There's no way the government wouldn't be able to pick in on that. So, quite frankly, I just don't feel like there's really any privacy. So, so you're not necessarily saying that the government... Is currently right now, but if they if they could, they easily had to. They, they want to. They could do. Easily. I think there's a, a CIA agent listening to us right now. No, 
Do I think that they could do it Chad far, Steve. <laughs> far Steve. more easily than what they should be able to? Yes, I think they could. Yeah, um, I think that America will do just about anything in the name of national defense and national security. Um, I mean, we've already seen it with like Edward Snowden and like um, his whistleblower actions. So I think that there are a lot of things that they do covertly that we're not aware of that would just make a lot of people upset. Yeah. Um, I mean, in Utah, so we're in Utah, right? And in, in the city. What? Of, <laughs> I did not know that. Sorry, Australia. Um, <laughs> and there's a, a city called Lehigh, and in Lehigh, there is an NSA, sort of National Security Administration data center. And no one actually knows exactly what they do there, but I mean, you can probably guess. They center data. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I do agree. I do think that some, to some extent that our civil liberties are being put aside for national security. Um, and... Of course, like, I think that it's, just, it's so hard, right? It is. So you, you want your country to be safe. You want to support your nation. Um, but you also want to be protected by privacy laws. And, and maybe playing a little bit just like the other, other side of the coin, you know, I do feel like there maybe is some good, though, because there is, I think, a lot of cybersecurity issues and cyber attacks and things that, I mean, I, I'm the least tech person here, so I don't know anything, but... I'm sure, you know, those people who can work the computer can do a lot of damage and there's, you yeah. know, identity theft. It's yeah. not a joke. So I think <laughs> identity theft's so not I, a joke. I, I, I have to say, I have to say. But in all seriousness, though, I think there's a lot of cyber attacks and there's a lot of good that can be done to prevent said things, but... And honestly, if... I think if this... If these techniques and this kind of surveillance were used and proven to have prevented a huge terrorist attack, I think we might be feeling differently. But like if, for all we know, if our civilized know. if our civilized buddy ISIS has been hey. planning a, hey. some civilized mass murder and terrorist mayhem and the CIA caught them because they were Gosh, you know too them. civilized to hide it from us. <laughs> I think we'd feel good about them and their civilization. But as long as they see that it's okay from their point of perspective. <laughs> as long as- it's <laughs> all right. Um, we're sorry, Tom, I feel offended. Sorry, sorry. Okay, from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So let's. I'm gonna read the statement one more time, okay. and then we're gonna all vote on it. So here, okay. So our civil liberties are being excessively curbed in the name of counterterrorism. I agree to some extent. I agree to the same extent. I agree a little more than the extent previously stated. <laughs> uh, awesome. Kurt, do you have any last-minute words? No, thank you. All right. That's Kurt, everyone. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll do another version of this later. I thought it was always – these are always fun little interesting topics we talk about. And yeah, we did like five questions out of 60, so. Yeah. Also, earlier today, we were talking about this for like an hour and a half, so. All right. Um, well, my name is Thomas. My name is Adam. I'm Landon. This is Curtis. With his toast. Woo! And this This is is Sitting on the Bench. bench. Did you say the?